Is this real life? Hey there, citizens of the world. Welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where our mission is to inspire, connect, and empower the world to learn English the fun, natural, and real life way. We believe that English should not be a dry and boring school subject, but an inspiring and enriching lifestyle that you can practice and enjoy whenever and wherever you want. In this podcast, you will have lots of fun, learn plenty of new expressions, and drastically improve your listening comprehension. We'll also teach you the secrets of native pronunciation, connected speech, and help you tune in your listening and speaking to the rhythm and flow of English. So sit back, relax, and let's get on with the show. Oh yeah, what is up? This is Chad from Real Life English, where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, natural, convenient, and interesting way to learn English. So download this podcast now and listen to us while you are scrubbing your clothes. Surfing the internet. Scratching your feet. Putting on your high heels. And dancing with your pom-poms. <laughs> Putting makeup on. Or... Watching a chick flick. <laughs> I don't think listening to a podcast while I watch a movie would be so great. No, maybe it's not the best one. Oh well. <laughs> anyway, let me introduce you to my co-hosts today. First of all, boring old Justin. What's up, Justin? What's <laughs> <laughs> up, so, guys? Great to be here. Yeah. And the woman who once beat Wonder Woman in an arm wrestle, Lujimila Santana. Hello, guys. Um, what's going on? This is uh, officially the first female voice that you are listening to on the Real Life English Podcast. How does that feel? Uh, I feel important. You are pretty important. <laughs> this is a, um, a monumental podcast. Yeah. It is. It's going to go down in history, right? This is going to go down in history, definitely. Yeah. Feminist history. <laughs> You're paving the path for other females in the future. <laughs> what does paving the path mean? To pave the path. What does pave the path mean, would you? Uh, it's when you do something first and then you prepare the way for other people to follow you. That's it. Oh yeah. So, Luigi, just before we get started, oh, just so you guys know, Luigi is short for Lujimila. Okay. Um, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> she may sound like a native speaker, but she's not. <laughs> she is not. Where are you from, Luigi? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm from Brazil, mm-hmm. BH. Bear guy. They don't know bear what bear guy is. They probably do, but just in case. <laughs> um, uh, I'm from Belo Horizonte. Nice. I'm a college student, and I've been like learning English for a while now. That's how I met these guys at the awesome party in Bega. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, so, you, how long have you been studying English for? You have no idea. Um, probably when I was like 12. Since you were 12. Yeah. Just so people can have a time reference here, how, if you don't mind. Okay. How old are you? I'm 18. She turned 18 on Monday, right? Yeah, I did. And in Brazil, that means you are now legal. You're legal. You're a legal adult. Yes. How does that feel? Uh, serious? I don't know. Yeah. Have you um gone out in the town yet? Yes, I have. What's <laughs> <laughs> going in the town mean? To go out in the town just means to paint the town red. To go out, have a big night. Yeah. 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 Did you have a big night on your birthday? Not on my birthday, but the next day. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do? Uh, you know, just went out to a bar, had a few drinks. Would it happen to be jungle where we used to do the real life? Oh, party? yes, exactly. Nice. What did you drink? Uh, this thing called 
crazy people, which is like uh, Jägermeister with whiskey, I think, and they put fire on it. It's pretty Ooh, cool. It sounds like you. You're a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, thanks for being here, Luigi. And let's start off the podcast like normal and move on to the shout outs. You know you make me wanna Alright, we got a shout out today from a guy named BR Guy. He titled it Freaking Awesome. Really nice guys, doing a really useful job helping us to learn a bit more English every day in a practical and effective way. I strongly recommend it. I'm going to Australia in July and I simply love the podcast about Aussie slang. It'll definitely help me. Haha. <laughs> Cheers. Haha, <laughs> nice. Do you think he's Brazilian? BR guy? Seems like it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Pretty good English. Yeah. Aussie slang. Do you guys remember any Aussie slang? Um, mate. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Crikey mate, right? Crikey, yeah. Maybe g'day. G'day mate. Uh, yeah. Feeling crook? Crook. You only know that because you did that video about getting sick. <laughs> what about, um, she's a beauty? Or it's a beauty? Or she'll be right? I didn't know that was Australian. <laughs> no? I think it's Australian. So I've already integrated a few Australian expressions just from knowing you. The other day I, I saw a girl that I thought was beautiful and I said she's nice. But you don't say, you never said that before, nice? You think that's no, Australian? it's Australian, definitely. Oh. It seems normal to me now, but... Really? <laughs> what do you mean by nice in this case? Pretty. She, yeah, she's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Usually if an American says she's nice, it means she's a nice person. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah sweet. true. Yeah, like sweet. Yeah, gotcha. So, BR guy, hope you have a bloody ripper of a time in Australia. You guys know what that means? A bloody ripper? A bloody ripper of a time. What's a ripper? Well, a bloody ripper is an expression. An Australian expression means it's like freaking awesome. That's a Hmm. bloody ripper. So, thanks a lot for that. It was a five-star review, right, from iTunes? Yeah. Oh, awesome. There you go. He's a freaking awesome dude for giving us that five-star review. As you know, it helps our ranking on iTunes, so feel free to give us a five-star iTunes review and we might be able to give you a shout-out on the next podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was very good. That's the first female. Yeah, oh, yeah. that is the first female. Oh, yeah, <laughs> in <that> history. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, so that's it for today's shout-outs. Let's move on to today's random new story. Oh, yeah. So. What have you got for us today, chat? <laughs> okay, I know this one is going to be very... Good for Justin because he likes both cats and baseball. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know how cat and baseball can be involved. Can you please help me out? Definitely. Let me just read. <laughs> Let me just read you out the title. Hero cat throws first pitch at Bakersfield Blaze game. Wow. I'm curious yeah. to hear how that happened. I don't know what a first pitch is. Well, in baseball, it's like there's an honorary first pitch. So they they might choose somebody famous or somebody who maybe like. Save the baby from a house or something, a burning house. And they come out and then they throw the first pitch oh. in front of the crowd. It's a big honor. Nice. Yeah, first pitch is, is, is common in baseball. Yeah. It's an honor. To pitch thing. is to throw, right? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the same article also has another title and it says Southpaw, Hero Cat Throws First Pitch. <laughs> What's a Southpaw? Do you know what a Southpaw is? It's someone who's left handed, right? Yeah. So your paw is actually. This is a term used for human beings, but it's for a cat has a paw. Okay. A dog has a paw. It's their hand. Yeah. Their foot. <laughs> so south paw is like the, the, the hand that's to the south, which is your left. Oh, cool. Um, so let me just read you about a little bit of this article about the hero cat from Bakersfield. The cat who saves a California toddler from a neighborhood dog 
threw out the ceremonial first pitch. Well, sort of. At a minor league baseball game Tuesday. Tara, widely known as Hero Cat, was helped by owner Roger Trantafilo as a baseball tied to a fishing line was pulled toward home plate at a game of the Blakersfield Blaze, an affiliate of the Cincinnati Reds. Okay, so it's a minor league team. Minor league. What's a, what's a minor league team? Minor league team is like the farm system, they call it, in, in the United States, where you have teams that are on like the second and third level that provide, they, they train and give the players experience until they get good enough for the majors, mm-hmm. which is like the best, the major league baseball. Awesome. So the hero cat saved a California toddler. What is a toddler? A toddler is someone, it's a young child that is not a baby anymore. But he's between like two and four years, I think. Yeah, there, there are different stages of uh, development for like kids' clothes. I'm not sure, so I don't have any kids. So, but I, I know a toddler is like from the time that the, the baby, because a baby can't crawl. I don't think yeah. it crawls, and mm-hmm. maybe it's like on their feet a little bit, but it's not quite walking very well yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like a baby kind of walks. It looks like he's about to fall over. You know, <laughs> when he's in that stage. Yeah. So. He saved a baby from a dog. Have you ever seen a cat saving a baby from any anyone or a dog? <laughs> it's a tough cat. I wonder what kind of dog it was. Yeah, yeah. Do you think your cat could save a, a baby from a dog? Yeah, I know. I know my cat would do that. Of course, <laughs> Mater is like a superhero, right? It is. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, I, he always seems to run away when dogs come close to him, though. <laughs> when superior cats come close to him, he runs away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have any pets, Luigi? No, I don't. Have you ever had any pets? I've always wanted to, but my mom never let me. <laughs> no? But now that you're 18. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that means I can have pets at my mom's place for sure. <laughs> what pet would you want? Would you have wanted to have? I Cat? wanted to have... No, dogs. dogs. I always wanted dogs. Uh, I wanted to have like a cocker. Is that... Cocker Spaniel? Yeah, Cocker Spaniel. Yeah. And then baby. now I want to have Huskies really bad, but I live in an apartment, so Huskies I don't see are those happening. big ones, right? The big white ones, like okay. from the really cold stuff. Oh, they kind, of, also, they kind of look like wolves. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But it's also kind of cruel like to have them in Brazil. Oh, I'm sure you could just kind of like give him a bit of a haircut, <laughs> make him a caipirinha. <laughs> and make him a caipirinha. <laughs> Shave him. <laughs> Shave him. <laughs> Everybody loves Brazil. What about you, Chad? Have you had any pets? Yeah, I had... Um, oh, growing up, I've had many pets. I've had probably like two or three cats and two dogs. Hmm. Many goldfish, budgerigars. Like oh, okay. Budgerigar. It's like that little bird. Yeah, a little bird. Okay. Um, pretty boring pet. Oh, yeah. I've had one of those, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't really do much. Yeah, they don't. Uh, I had a couple of iguanas once. Iguanas? You yeah. had... You had iguanas? Yeah. How did you get your hands on an iguana? Aren't they protected? I don't think so. My dad bought them. (laughs) (laughs) I took took them in to show... Black market alert. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I took them in to show and tell at school. Okay. What is show and tell? Show and tell is when you take something to school to show it to everybody. Okay. And then you tell them about it, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So my dad brought them in to show and tell one day, but they escaped actually. During the show and tell? No, no, they escaped at a later How day, many so. iguanas did you have? Three. At the okay. same time? Yeah. Nice. Mine was named Spike. <laughs> okay. Is that because he had spiky hair? Because he had these spikes on his, on his head, you know? Yeah. Oh. What is a spike? A spike is like a 
you can say have a spiky haircut when your hair is like popping up, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had a, he had kind of a his little lizard neck thing, and mm. then that thing on the back of his head that spiked up. Oh, okay, I don't know what that's called. Like a um, mohawk. He had a spiky mohawk <laughs> and a spiky beard. <laughs> awesome. Okay, enough about crazy animals and pets. Let's move on to today's conversation topic. What you about? 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 All right, guys. On today's awesome conversation topic with special guest Luigi Miller, we're going to be talking about digital learning. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Why is my oh yeah so funny? <laughs> it's not funny. I just I think it's awesome because I I'm not used to having a female oh yeah on the show. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So uh, me and Justin feel like talking about iguanas earlier. <laughs> me and Justin feel a little bit like dinosaurs around Logi because we're definitely a generation older than you. You'd say right? We didn't really have much of a digital upbringing. Yeah, what year were you born, Luigi? I was born in 1996. Okay, that's about the birth of the internet, right? Okay, do you know what a, do you know what a Atari is? Atari? An Atari. Oh, I do, that cool video game with the... Yeah, it's probably like an antique video game for you, isn't it? It is. It's <laughs> yeah. like super cool that one of my friends has it. It's okay. like, oh, like vintage kind of stuff. Or like the first <laughs> Nintendo with Duck Hunt. Have you ever seen that? No, I don't know okay. what it is. So it's kind of like from my generation. I remember like that was the first thing. Justin probably remembers that. Yeah, I played that a little bit. Yeah. Nowadays, a lot of our younger generations are exposed to internet from an early age. You guys have a lot of resources, online stuff. In older generations, they gotta they gotta get with it because technology is not going anywhere. Yeah. What do you mean by get with it? Get with it means to adapt to it, and technology is not going anywhere. It just means that it's permanent. Yeah. So it's good to adapt. Yeah, yeah sure. And uh, Luigi, I know you said that you you have done some formal English training, but a lot of your learning was through, which said the internet, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. What are some resources you use, or some stuff you use to learn English? Through the internet, I could have access to a lot of American TV, mm -hmm. and then that was a big resource. And also, like, what was the first TV show you got into? Friends. <laughs> There's a common theme, right? Like, a lot of really, really good English speakers I've met have, have really got into Friends because I think it's a great example. Yeah, and also, um, I don't know why, like, even though they speak fast and all that, it's kind of easy, like, it, you easily get what they're saying. Mm -hmm. so. Characters are really likable too, right? Yeah, definitely. And what about, um, like, you know, nowadays you have, like, blogs and things like that. Do you read, like, real I mean, life English? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the real life English blog. You should check it out. But, I mean, like, obviously other kinds of blogs. Do you just read articles in English? Yeah. Um, actually, most of my reading nowadays is in English. And because mm -hmm. there is so much more knowledge in English available mm -hmm. than Portuguese and some yeah, other you, languages. You just go straight to the source, right? Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. What about you, Justin? Are you a bit of a blog fan? I know, obviously, besides writing for the Real Life English blog, do you read blogs these days? Do you ever buy magazines anymore? Yeah, I buy some magazines here in, in Belo Horizonte, just for my Portuguese. There's some magazines on okay. Playboy, Hustler. <laughs> <laughs> there's some magazines in psychology that I buy sometimes, philosophy. What's it called? Uh, there's one called uh, Super Interessante. Yeah. What does that mean? 
Super interesting. <laughs> Is it super interesting? Yeah, it's very interesting. I yeah. love it. Just things about creativity, things about community building sometimes. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Technology. Have you read that? Uh, yeah, I have. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, right? It is. Would you say it's super interesting, though? Or just pretty interesting? Pretty interesting. Okay, let's just change that name of that. <laughs> but I think podcasts are definitely, like, a huge thing, you know? Obviously, if you're listening to this, hopefully you've discovered podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think uh, besides, actually, a lot of information from blog articles and things like that, nowadays, you know, digital information can really help you in anything. I mean, if you want to... Uh, improve your culinary skills. I just look on Google now. What's like, culinary skills? Like cooking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like recipes and stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, how easy is it to put, Like the other day I was like, oh, I'd really like to know how to make a Thai sauce. So, oh, I was, yeah. I was writing Google and there was like 10 million responses or results for how to make Thai curry sauce. There's probably a podcast about it too. It probably <laughs> yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. Like they talk to you while you cook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could be a good cooking show. It tells you as you do it because you get your headphones in. Yeah, and then you keep listening and 30 minutes later they remind you to take your batch of bread out of the oven, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your rice is probably burning right now. <laughs> Check it out. Okay, you're going to be smelling smoke by now? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that having access to so much information now is positive or negative? Like... In this regard, related to cooking, I mean, you're not really learning how to cook. It's like every time I want to make that sauce now, I'm like, oh, I'll just go ask Google. Oh, that's right. I'll make it now. But I think you are learning how to cook. Maybe you just forget the ingredients sometimes, but you know how to cook. Yeah. You don't think it's superficial knowledge? Maybe. It's like your cell phone, for example. Are you always reliant on Google to inform you every time you need to cook something? Um... Not the basic stuff, but if I want to make something different, yeah. But if I don't have access to Google, it's not like I'm going to die Yeah. because of that. How does all this apply to language learning? I'm curious. Well, I think maybe a lot of people are very reliant on Google Translator. Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. Yeah? Did, well, you, use, did you use that to help your English learning, though? Uh, probably, like, every time I encountered a different word, I would go there. And I did not use Anki, so I kept forgetting it and looking up the same words. Okay. So. Yeah, I've seen that before, but I always forget what it was. Let's just ask Google Translator again. Yeah. Yeah. But coming back to it, language learning, I think it's beneficial, the new age. I mean, look at Luigi here. She's had a lot of contact with English through um, technology, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's this idea, it's called the digital native. So she's a digital native. She's born right around the birth of the internet. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, go back. What is a digital native? You mean some, like somebody a speaker? Who's, no, somebody who's spent their whole life in this digital era mm-hmm. with the internet. Yeah. And so it's like they're growing up with sort of a different perspective on the world. Mm-hmm. And maybe a lot more like integrated because you, you grew up, you, become, you became an adult, you became an adolescent. Like you don't have any knowledge of a time before internet. Yeah, uh, I first got like a computer when I was about seven. I mean, okay. it was not. It wasn't mine. It was like the house computer, but still, it's. I spent a pretty, uh, big amount of time there, and now these kids, they're like two year old, uh, three year olds on iPads. On iPads, yes. Like, yeah, they already know how to use an iPad. Yeah, about, like intuitively. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think because everything nowadays is like touch screen. It's visual. It's like they just remember that button means Facebook, but that button means YouTube. 
Yeah, and like they don't even know how to read, but they know like which buttons to press and all. Yeah, but I think the major thing there was that you actually you, you watched a TV show that was made before you were born, Friends. I did. Yes. Was mm-hmm. it made before? Oh, yeah, ninety five, right? I think it started. Yeah, the early nineties. Yeah. Whoa. But so that's you, crazy. So you you got into Friends, you got into other TV shows, and that was pretty much your primary source of English. Yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. And how how about grammar? Were you engaged in class? Um, not, not very actually, because I've had this not so good habit of reading classes, like, (laughs) (laughs) like many different classes, including English classes, so. Was the grammar helpful though? Um, I think it was, yes. It's like pretty much all my grammar base actually comes from those classes, I think, Mm -hmm. because I never really looked into that that much. But I'm guessing like grammar for you is probably intuitive because you already kind of spoke the language because you just learnt it from these TV shows and you're just kind of like using that to just put it all together as kind of like this kind of yeah it's a co- filler it's to a complement in the spaces yeah to complement it I think about it like like if you have a really big base of experience and contact with the language if you're having fun if it's because when you have fun when you you open up emotionally to the language and you learn much much better you learn much more efficiently so then grammar sort of complements that and molds what you've already learned. It molds your experience and sort of like corrects those little mistakes. Yeah, that too. And sometimes, like, I won't know the grammar rule, but if it sounds off, I'll know it's like, oh, that's wrong, you know? What do you mean by when it sounds off? Like on and off? Uh, Not like on and off. (laughs) It's when it sounds weird. It's like out of balance, right? When you say off. Oh, off balance. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So you probably pick up a lot of these expressions yeah. you don't even really remember how you learned this especially conditionals it's like what's zero conditional what's first conditional like i never knew those names but okay. i know how to like use all of them you just got it from just listening and practicing your english yeah just watching friends just watching friends yeah joey tribbiani taught you english <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing <laughs> yeah how's your, how's, your, how's your who's your favorite character uh it was monica monica yeah <laughs> Uh, you, don't, you don't seem that much like Monica. No, because I'm not very, like, um... Anal? Systematic? <laughs> Anal? Yeah, I'm not very systematic, but I liked her a lot. Yeah. She does have a very funny What about you? Um, I like Joey, part of Joey's personality. I, I think Chandler is pretty funny. Yeah. So if you guys haven't watched Friends, you probably don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this is an opportunity because Friends is a great show, and... You get addicted and you learn a lot about culture. I don't know how many times I've met people that are really fluent in English that have learned through friends because it's just this great combination of of culture, language, humor. Yeah, definitely a lot of cultural backstory you can get from there. Mm -hmm. So talking about cultural background and backstory, etc. Luji, you are a female. Maybe that has nothing to do with what I'm going to (laughs) say. Thank you. I do know my gender, but I get it. Um, So, Luigi, would you like to just uh, maybe let the rest of our listeners know a little bit more about Brazil and all the interesting stuff that's coming up from your perspective? Okay. (laughs) What's coming? We all know that the World Cup is coming. Yeah, and then Brazilians, all Brazilians play soccer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. 
I do know how to play soccer and I samba and they samba at night and they play soccer <laughs> in the day, right? Yeah, that's all we do. Have you ever but seriously, have you ever been exposed to like samba? I mean this is no. we're joking, but I mean have you ever had any no. no. I've never even been to like a samba party. Never? No. What about World Cup? You excited about that? Um, not much actually, and I don't think that most of the people I know or even most of the people in Brazil are. Mm -hmm. Would you go to a game? No, because I'm personally not interested. Okay. But I don't think that boycotting the games is the way. Like, not buy. Like, if you don't buy a ticket, someone else will. Yeah. What does what does boycott mean? Can you please explain that, chat? <laughs> <laughs> boycott is to deliberately not go to the game to make like a statement saying, I'm not supporting this, so I'm not going to go and participate. Yeah. yeah, so if you don't buy it, someone else will. There are some people that are very unhappy with the government and all that. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of protests last June, I think. During the Confederations Cup, right? Yeah, and now with the World Cup, it's probably going to be bigger and... Worse, I don't know. There are a lot of people unhappy with corruption with government because apparently they've spent like three times more than like twenty billion or thirty billion more than the past like four World Cups combined. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, I don't know the data, but through this, we have a lot of other stuff that could be being solved with that money. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you, as a uh, young Brazilian woman. What's your general feeling about this? Do you feel like, ah, whatever, it's football, why do we really care? Or do you feel kind of like you'll be angry? Do you want to hit the streets? I'll be on the streets. Will you be on the streets? Yeah. Will you be protesting? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? I mean, protesting, we do need, like, mass and all that, so might mm -hmm. as well do my part. Do you think that, I mean, obviously, should we be worried, you know, to, to foreigners living here in Brazil? Is it going to get crazy? <laughs> should anyone do you think people coming from other s countries should worry about this or do you think it's going to be a peaceful riot uh, not riot but peaceful <laughs> riot peaceful riot doesn't exist a peaceful protest um as peaceful as it gets mm -hmm. um i would worry about the police more than anything because the police are the ones that are throwing the starting the tear gas and the, yeah oh yeah there's a lot of tear gas last time you're right yeah, but also I don't think that like people that are all in the streets, they want the government to see them and all. But I don't think they would directly attack like foreigners just mm. because they're foreigners. They don't have this idea of like, damn the foreigners. They're more like, damn FIFA. Gringos should be safe. And gringos and gringas, <laughs> foreigners here in Brazil during the World Cup. So if you're coming, sure you're going to have a great time, even if there are some protests going on. And uh, if you see Luigi out there on the street, say hi, what's up? Yeah. She speaks English, she might be able to help you around. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I'm definitely going to be hanging around. Okay, what about you? Yeah. Going to any games? Oh, I'm not going to any games. Um, I've been bootstrapping it and I'm probably I'm not interested, but... No. Maybe I thought just... you were a big soccer fan. No, that was just part of my identity. <laughs> Part of my Brazilian identity. Oh, but I'm sure you're going to go watch some games, like, at some bars, drink a few beers, and... Definitely. I'm sort of split on that in some ways, because it's like part of me wants to enjoy the experience. And, of course, we're in Brazil, international event, international environment, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then part of me kind of sympathizes with the protests and what's happening, mm -hmm. and the need for change, not only in this country, but around the world. Yeah. That pretty much does it for today's random conversation. No, it's not a random conversation topic. <laughs> kind of 
turned into a random conversation topic. Rambling conversation. Yeah. So yeah, digital learning, digital natives, World Cup. We're in the globalized modern world, right? Yeah. So you guys can watch the World Cup from wherever you're at. You guys can watch the protests, hopefully. Yeah. Don't believe the media, whatever information they're telling you about Brazil. Uh So we have some big announcements coming up, and we have some big parties coming up, too. Actually, we just had a party in Kodoshiba, the first real-life English Kodoshiba party. Oh, yeah. Who was doing that? Will, Aiden, and Alyssa. Okay. Some real-life ambassadors. Okay. The Kodoshiba crew. Yeah. Built a nice, nice little team, and they, I don't know, there was a big group of people, at least like 30, 40 people I saw, and they were all smiling, they did some games. Smiling, that generally means good times. Smiling, <laughs> laughing, I wanted to be there. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. We got a party in Sao Paulo coming up. Yep. Going to inaugurate a partnership with Daniel Bonacci, mm-hmm. one of our friend who's uh, this English immersion expert in Sao Paulo. He has really some great projects going on. He's an interpreter and a really great teacher too. And on June 7th, we have our three-year birthday party for Real Life English. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here in Belo Horizonte. So that's that's gonna... a lot of parties. And maybe, not 100% confirmed yet, but we believe that Ethan's going to be doing the Barcelona party probably on the 7th as well. But that's not 100% confirmed, but stay tuned. If not then, pretty soon. That's number 12 for Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. For the June 7th party in Belo Horizonte, we actually might have a special surprise for you guys that's coming up on that day, and we will probably be live streaming the party, so you guys can even meet some local Belo Horizontinos. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You guys can meet each other. Yeah, exactly. They want to meet you, too. All right. So, let's uh, finish this conversation topic and move on to today's question. I need somebody. Oh yeah. Justin, you have a uh, question for us today? I'm going to wing it. Wing it? What do you mean by wing it? Wing it is when you improvise. Oh. It's when you do something without preparation. Okay. But I'm just kidding. I'm not going to wing it. Wing is the topic for today's question. First of all, a wing is like a bird has a wing. It's what it flies with. You can't can't see me doing wing. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't a video podcast, man. (laughs) It's true. It's true. It's true. But so wings, a bird has a wing. Two wings, actually. Uh-huh. But in this context, to wing something means to do something without preparation. Okay. Like so I'm going to share a couple more. I did a video on this recently. Five ways to say, five ways to use the word wing with expressions and idioms. So the first one is to wing it. For example, if you have a presentation and you don't prepare, you wing it. Okay. I'm going to wing it today. Nice. I'm going to do it, improvise. What's the conjugation of wing? Wing, wang, wang? I, wang? Wing wang. No, it's not wang. I winged it's it. It's not wang. <laughs> I think it's I winged it. I winged it. In this sense, it's I winged it. Okay. I wang. I, I wang. <laughs> I wang it is, doesn't sound very good. Yeah, wang is not. Yeah, it's something else. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it's winged. Yeah. Okay, it's a regular verb. Yeah, so I winged it. Okay. Because so, it's not commonly used, just so you know. The reason why we don't really know this is because. It's not originally a verb, it just has become a verb over time, so we get a little bit confused sometimes with the conjugation of it. So sorry, Justin, continue. Second one, just because this is a show that usually has guys on it, right? Yeah. So it's a wingman. Do you know what a wingman is, Luigi? Yeah, it's like when these guys go to the bars to pick up chicks, they usually go with a friend, 
and they helped him out. I don't know how that works. Exactly. Yeah. The term originates from like you know fighter pilots, like Top Gun. Oh yeah, like Top Gun, Tom Cruise's character. What's mm-hmm. his name? Maverick. Maverick and Iceman. Yeah. Well, Goose was his wingman. Oh, his, Goose, his friend, yeah. his protector. Yeah. So that's wingman. Yeah. And the third one is to take somebody under your wing. It means to sort of bring them in, protect them. It's like to be a mentor. Like for example, if you work at a new company and there's somebody that takes special interest in you and just shows you around and tries to like support you, that person takes you under their wing. Mm-hmm. So those are three uses of the word wing that most people don't know. There are two more. But today I'm only going to give you three, partly because I, I winged it and I don't remember the other two. Yeah. <laughs> but partly because I want you guys to watch the video. It's coming out soon. Okay. That probably that probably be next week. That video will be released on Real Life TV. Yep. For those of you who don't know, we also have a video program or a TV program, you might say, which is also known as our YouTube channel, which is <laughs> Real Life TV. So as you know, we'll just link it. In the show notes, so you can check out some previous videos we have made. And before we close, just a little piece of really, really big news for you guys, Real Life Radio listeners. We're going to share something with you in the coming weeks. Did you say Real Life Radio? Real Life Radio. Oh, Real Life Radio. That really has a ring to it. Yeah. What does ring mean? When something has a ring to it, it means it sounds really cool and a little bit melodic. Okay. Melodic means, like, musical. So yes, Real Life Radio listeners... We have a special announcement coming up for you, so stay tuned. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's really good, Luigi. (laughs) So today I'm gonna play you guys out with this song by this girl called Jem. And the name of the song is Just a Ride. Just a Ride. See you guys next week on the Real Life Radio Show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So here